When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Born on the Western Australian coast, Otis Eyewear is made in a range of styles to look good and last in Australian conditions. Scratch-resistant, optically correct and eco-friendly. Otis Eyewear. Glass is beautiful. Visit otiseyewear.com. Glass is beautiful. Visit OtisEyewear.com. It is 18 away from 7, 13.2 degrees. It is our Friday focus. It is. It's uh, We're peaking early. It's normally after 7 where the focus comes in and uh, we home in on our guests. But, Peter, you've come in early, mate. Thanks for that. For, uh, <laughs> how are you sorted for, for eyewear? Otis Eyewear, outstanding You're a sunglass staff. wearer? And... I am. I, uh, I've got a bit of... Surgery coming up on my eyes, a couple of trigems. So. Oh, I've yeah, had that so, done, have you really? Yeah, got to get that done. Lekker had it. He was in bed for a week, so it uh, be soft. Matty oh. Rosa got it, took it half a day. So um, I feel like So I'm, what is it? What do you got? I don't know, some sort of growth inside the eye. It's it looks like it's been... Uh... Yeah, it grows across <laughs> your eye, and it, it comes from sun exposure. Uh, might get flared up by dust or um, yep. yeah, being outside in the in the elements. I've had it. I've had there it oper- single handedly. Yeah. The most painful thing I've ever been through. <laughs> so you got that to look forward to. I've, I've heard of it. I've, I, I, some that, guys say that. Yeah. I, I tell you what, it is literally my recollection of it at the start. It's a needle in your eye. Oh no! It, it, a needle in your eye. No. I remember the bloke coming in. I can see it now. No, but I can't hate you it. go to sleep? You and they can, open it up? It was only after I found out you can get knocked completely out if you want. But I had a wisdom tooth taken out and or a tooth taken out, mm. broken, and I went under on day surgery because I refused to have the bloke cracking it while I'm sitting in a chair. Yeah. No, not even twilight. Yeah, I, well, I, I didn't go under for my teeth, and I wish I did. It was That's brutal. Yeah, they rip yeah. in, so I'll take your advice, well, I'll you might take need, your advice. You might need some Otis eyewear after <laughs> that, mate, because so. life is beautiful through glass, isn't it? It is. We'll look after um, you. So... What are you doing, mate? What are you up to these yeah. days? You, you, you're out and about on on the land. Yeah, but plenty going on. Um, my family's great. So first and foremost, that's the most important thing for me. I've got um, three young children. Um, they're eight, six, and three now. Busy. Um, mm. So, man, my little fella, he's actually started taking interest in footy, which is yep. which is awesome, mate. Just he, he's loving just. The so he's game. the youngest. Yeah, he's yep. my youngest. Yep. Um, but the girls, they show a real interest too. They yep. love all sports. So I'm loving. I coach the girls basketball and. Um, getting right involved in that. I'm absolutely loving it. It's the um, yeah. best thing. Get to drop them off at school. Got my weekends free. So that was the most important thing post-footy I was looking for in my job. Um, I'm lucky I work for a great little business out of Belcatta, a small fitness. Uh, we do, oh, sorry, finance company. Um, we do, yeah, it's all, all equipment-based. Um, and I'm trying to do a lot more in agriculture. Um, so we've been lucky enough to buy a few farms. And so that gets us out of the city every now and then to just yeah nice. jump on a tractor or mark lambs and, and do all these fun things that we don't get to do in the city. So got a really good balance going on and, yeah, having a ball. Because you're from from regional, aren't you? Manjimup? Yeah, yeah I lived in Manjimup to the age of eight. Yep. Um, yeah, so that those foundations, early days where you got that open spaces to just to just be be a young kid, dig holes and, and get dirty. So um, and then from there we moved up to Duncraig. So 
um, yeah, most of my childhood, I do remember that, just being around the beach and, and um, playing sport, having yeah. fun with your mates. You talk about playing footy. You are playing footy, but it, you're away from the game for a while. Uh, can I just ask you, I don't want to get too deep on this, Peter, but your departure from West Coast, many believe was unfair, timing wasn't great, and you and you weren't you didn't handle it great as in regards to your emotion of it. Yep. You didn't you weren't very public in your in, in your in your disappointment. How tough was it? Uh real tough. Yeah, real tough. I um I probably looking back, I, I still think it's the right decision. Um, you know, I get people saying, Hey, oh, they they won the flag in eighteen, I retired in seventeen and you know, did you wish you went one more year? But Mate, I went as hard as I could for as long as I could, and I know I got the best out of myself. I think the game was changing. Like, I was a one-trick pony. I, I could win the ball on the inside, but I couldn't go out, spit out to a wing or go half forward. And I think in 18, the team went to a – they played six genuine forwards. Um, you know, so in the midfield, you had Dom Sheed, Red, and these guys who could spit out to a wing um, and really use the ball well on the outside. And that was that's that was my weakness. Um, so I think me seven side actually helped the team go to the next level. Um as much as, you know, that, that's hard to take because all you want to do, you got pride in performance. You want to play for as long as you can. And um, from a young boy, all I wanted to do was play AFL. So that realisation that your career is, you know, coming to an end, it, it takes a couple of weeks or, or a lot longer than that. But those four or five weeks in the middle of that year, they were bloody tough. Well, um, can, can you remember how you felt on grand final day in 2018? Um, watching, oh, where were you? What, yeah, were, no, what were you I, feeling? I didn't go over. I watched it from home. But, mate, I was just so nervous and so proud of them too because they were that five goals down, they were doing thinking, oh, here we go again, you know. And then for the guys like J.K. kicking that first goal um, and then they just built and they worked their way and grind back into that game, so bloody proud of them, you know, yeah. because it, that takes guts. In, 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 in that moment, 100,000 people and you, you, you're thinking, oh, here we go again, and they're able to just, you know, they put into place the things they'd learned from 2015 and fight the way back. That was that was huge. But there was no sorry, because there was no feeling somewhere deep inside of. Oh, naturally, you're always going to have. Oh, geez, that would have been great, you know. But yeah, that's also part of your learning as well. Like, I had my opportunity in 15, yeah. and, and we missed it, you know. And that's what life's about. You got to make the most of your opportunities. Um, on that year, we were beaten by a very good side. Um, but mate, I've had plenty of ups and downs through your, your sporting career. It took me so long just to get on the AFL list. So. Mm. I'm also very grateful for the opportunities I had, you know, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. Like I absolutely love everything um, that I was able to do throughout footy, uh, the friendships you make. And I think going back and just playing down at Williams now, yeah. it, it goes back just to why we play. And it is, it is about your mates and about, you know, the community down there. And I'm just loving that. And you can just play footy, just being that little seven, eight year old kid running around with your mates um, <laughs> You know, getting dirty, tackling blokes, getting tackled. I don't know, trying to, you know, trying trying to get a win. Um, and deep heat and yeah. Denka rub is yes. big in country footy. Yeah. Like so is, it is it smells it, different. <laughs> yeah. There's more of it, and you have to do it yourself. Yeah, you to, there's no rubs, there's no special treatment. So, uh, and you yeah. and you talked about your son being uh, loving the game. Yeah, uh, is that part of the excitement of playing for Williams at the moment? Yeah, I think so. Like he's coming in now, the change rooms and. You know, at home, he's running out of the pantry, and that's his little change room. He's singing the song, and he's like, he's talking to the boys. We gotta do this. We gotta do that. But, so I haven't had to force that upon him. He's just naturally being around it, and he's picked it up. So um, that's good. When you left, sorry, Gilly, when you left the West Coast Eagles, uh, did you seek counsel from anybody where you sat with them for the realization that your AFL career was over, and you needed to say, okay, I need to either build a bridge 
full stop it and move on and get back because everyone would say, oh, this is unfair and Sam Mitchell took your job and if it wasn't for Sam Mitchell, Pritta would have played. All that sort of conversation were being held. Yep. Did you see counsel from anyone in particular? Oh, mate, you've got great mates at the footy club. But I, I think Shannon Hearn is, is my best mate. Um, and he, like, throughout that whole year, like it wasn't just a one or two week thing. I think it was, we lost to Hawthorne in round four or five at the MCG by 40 odd points. And at that point we realised, geez, I don't think we probably got that list. And the club made that decision. We don't have the list to, to win a flag in the near term. And so we had to start making the change. We had an older list and I was, you know, had to put my hand up too and say, look, it's probably the best for me to step aside at some stage. So, um, you know, we tried me playing forward a little bit and that just wasn't going to work. Um, I wasn't going to add value to the team. So you're holding some of these other players back. And, um, you know, I, I think I was mature enough to accept that. Um, and, you know, as hard as that is, like in my own time, yeah, I was I was pretty shattered because it's hard because you, you think, oh, this is it. I, I'm done here. So make the most of it. And I did, from the, the moment that decision was made halfway through the year, I just wanted to know that you go out with your head held high, try to play some good footy and um, see, what we, see what we can do. One of our texts which has come in, and we don't forget, we've got a $100 voucher, a gift thanks to Chemist Warehouse for the best <laughs> text of the day. Uh, this is from a no-name. He might be a one-trick pony, <laughs> but he was built like a brick outhouse. Saw the rig at Trig last summer. Definitely had me putting my shirt on quick and fast. <laughs> uh, oh, it's probably uh, one of my mates looking after me. There, <laughs> you still you still enjoy the beach? Oh, and, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I love keeping fit. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably why I decided to have a kick again this year. Like, still love running, pushing myself. Do they, do they go after you in the country footy? They... Nah, those days are done, I think. Did uh, you get knocked out recently? Yeah, I did, but that was my own fault because I got my arms pinned and couldn't get them free. So, yeah, head hit the deck and had to miss a couple of weeks. But that was all right. Outside that, now yeah, it's been really good. You drove, you drove home and you pulled, yeah. into, you, you pulled into Albany and oh, said, I was more worried I don't about, recognise his house. Oh, I was more worried about getting home, seeing the wife. She was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> what about the the, the tackle? I mean, is this record still standing? You'd know, Goss, in, in the AFL for, for most tackles or past 1,500 career tackles. Who, who's sort of up there now? Joel I don't Selwood's know. got Selwood's that, got that yeah, has he? But, yeah. but at the time, you... you Led yeah, that. mate, I was, like I said, the slowest in the AFL, so that's, I was second to, to the ball. At... Second to the ball. So you laid the tackle. tackle. <laughs> was that part, it of, part of your game as a youngster all uh, the way through? Not not really. Um, I think like early, even when I was first drafted, I, I dropped a heap of weight trying to be, you know, the the, the Judd Kerr cousins. You know, these yep. guys could run. They could win inside, outside. Trying to do that, I had to drop a lot of weight, and I that just wasn't me. Um, and I think going back to my Subi days, Peter German was hell-bent on just um, – playing to your strengths. So I, I worked out pretty quick, geez, if I'm going to get into this side at Eagles, I, it's not going to be trying to be cuzzy. I've got yeah. to um, be that inside player. And I just went back to my strengths and lucky enough to break in and kind of hold my spot for, for a period of time. Keep the questions coming for Pritta. Mm-hmm. He's going to be right through until you're, you're right to stay. I mean, you're, run, you're on your own race. We'll be here till 8 o'clock. You can stay till 3 o'clock in the afternoon if you want. There's a few <laughs> other programs that probably want a piece of you. Uh, Matthew Pritta, don't forget, keep the questions coming. He's here for Otis Eyewear. The world looks better through Otis Eyewear. Visit otiseyewear.com. A break. Back with more Matt Pritta. What sort of coffee Coffee of choice? Oh, I'm a Long Mac topped up. Nice. Yeah, okay, sure. You got yeah. that? Like Gilly's by. All righty. <laughs> seven away from My seven. Pleasure. This is Gilly and Goss. G'day, Gilly here. You're listening to In Focus with Adam Gilchrist, thanks to Otis Eyewear. Welcome back. It's three past seven. Friday Focus is underway, has been underway for a good half hour now, thanks to our wonderful friends at Otis Eyewear. And the news, thanks, Alex. The all-new Kia Nero electric SUV range available as a hybrid plug-in, hybrid and full electrics 
Best question of the day or a message of the day, $100 gift voucher thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Chemist Warehouse are open this Father's Day. Shop online for click and collect and fast home delivery options. Who's what the a, clubhouse leader at the moment? Um, the bloke who picked up the lawnmower. The, the lawnmower, I think. Did you hear that? I did. That's, uh, I think that's very funny. <laughs> very good. <laughs> wasn't funny at the time. I had a catcher and nothing else. <laughs> I've still got the catcher. And a half-mown lawn. <laughs> I haven't finished. Uh, I want to play this. Brett Ratton spoke to the St Kilda group, group uh, as a collective after their, their their disappointing season, to be brutally honest. This is what Brett Ratton said as he, in an exit speech. Here's 33 seconds of the St Kilda coach. Have a listen. Why can't it be us there? I see our supporters exactly the same. Starved of opportunity. Starved of the, op, you know, the chance to get there. And their loyalty to us. It takes a whole footy club to win it, not just like Max. We need you or Steely or Lethis. It's going to take everybody, and I think it starts now. And through this preseason, this time, I'm going to be sending you messages. Why can't it be us? So that's going to be their catch cry. Why can't it be us? Your AFL career, did you ever have a team exit meeting like that and get sort of read the get preached to, so to speak? Yeah, you do. And I, I love that from Rats um, because it is. It's not just the 18 that run out. You got your, your squad of 40 plus your medical staff plus your marketing departments, footy departments, boards. It is the whole club. Um, and you need everyone on the same page. Um, and, you know, you take your hat off to the, the commitment that, you know, the support staff have around the, the playing group because, you know, even right, right now, they're giving up 14 days, you know, home quarantines and, and all this up for their job um, and to help the players get the best out of themselves. So, um, yeah, but that's what makes the game so great, isn't it? It's that commitment to the, the group that you all want to try achieve something. Do you think players l- lose sight of the fact is it's not just the team? Do you reckon there are some players who just think it's all about them, not trying to be controversial, but do you think there's some that don't really smell the roses? Yeah, I, I do. Um, but the best players and the guys you love playing with understand it. And, and they're the guys who have longevity. They, they understand and they appreciate what's going on to help them get the best out of themselves. So, um, but, you know, behind close all, when you're, you, you're getting your ankles strapped and, you know, you, you're coming in early on, on a Monday morning, you know, the relationships you build with those people, they are lifelong because you're in it together. And, and you know, Gil, that, that, mm. that, that, that's, they're the people you love the most. Absolutely, yeah. And, and you're right. There's some players that do have that awareness and there's some that you think, do you, do you understand how much goes in there? How good you've I, got it right now? <laughs> yeah. When, yeah. Gosh, when you played that to me earlier this morning, I thought that was uh, a pep-up speech from, from someone about to go out and play a grand final or something. So I'd, I'd never thought of the, that it, an end-of-season speech and address from a coach would head down that way in that motivational sense. Yeah, I, I think because you, you need to go into that break with, okay, what is it I'm going to – what am I working towards? What yeah. do I want to achieve? But now I think some of these guys won't come back till after Christmas. Yeah. I think that's what they're pushing for. So you've got five months now, and this is the most important time. So this is how you've got to get your gains. If you're a young fella, uh, you used to get six to eight weeks before Christmas. So that's a long time of training, but you can – you can get stronger, faster. You can work on your style of play. You can make some improvements. But you're away from the footy club. That's hard. How, how does a young fella, you know, you've got to keep that contact with the senior players and the coaching staff somehow. So that is going to be a real balancing act. And I guess it gives, he, he mentions that he'll be texting and messaging, you know, that why can't it be us? So it gives context to, to build that momentum. Mate, I want to take you back. You, you spoke and Goss asked you about 
exiting the Eagles. We'll take you back to entering the Eagles. And and as you said, and it was well documented that it, it took you a few goes to get there, a bit a bit more time than what you probably ideally would have liked. Mm-hmm. What was it like walking into that that setup initially? Yeah. Was it exactly what you thought? There were some big profiles in there. They were big. They're, they're a big part of town anyway, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, mate. I was so excited. Um, like I said, it took me three or four years to get on a list. Um, you know, but to walk in and you see Judd Kirk, Cousins, um, Embley, Braun, um, it was just, it was unbelievable. And I, I just thought, what a footy apprenticeship. I thought, if I'm only here for one year, I'm going to go as hard and get the absolute most out of this. Um, and that was my mindset. It was just go as hard as you can because you don't know, you know what this is going to look like. So, mate, I was I was lucky enough. I got to play on Juddy and Matt Simulation and these sorts of things. <laughs> and you just, how good see us? I got the front row seats. And um, he was on half pace you know, throughout the, you know, they had the you know, main train session. The guys yeah. probably saw he's just trying to get through training. I'm doing everything I can just to keep <laughs> up, try to beat him. So still couldn't keep up. But um, they, great, great learning and I absolutely loved it. Um, and I think you know, taking a little bit longer to get in the system was the right thing for me. Um, and I was lucky enough in a, a system at Subi where you know, it was a great, gosh knows all about it, the culture they had, uh, the work ethic. It was a very professional environment. So that set us up. So I felt like once I was there, I felt like I was ready to just try get on and, and play some good footy. And what of the yeah, – Goss talks often about his time at Subi. In, in he was very, a superstar, he's, mate. He's claiming Daniel Rich is all Australian from – Should be. <laughs> you got a problem with that? Not at all. I love it. <laughs> it's cool because you're the king. Um, what about the – I'm the king. The, you know, the, 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 I guess the – the blow up of of the culture around the Eagles then, and all the the fallout, and obviously um, Ben's um, coming off the rails and, and everything that went with that. Were you aware of all that, and how how challenging was that to to just keep focused on your dream when all that was going on? And it seemed like everyone in Perth knew about it, was talking about it, but nothing was being done. Yeah, so um, obviously 06, the boys went all the way. Yep. Um, Huge. And then 07 was a real interesting year because we started, we won the first eight games. I think Juddy polled in the, the first eight games of the Brownlow. Then he's, his groin started getting sore. Um, and then with that, the form of the team probably started falling away a little bit. We were lucky enough to still finish in the top four, but we went out in straight sets. Um, and we talk about, you know, rats lying in the sand sort of stuff. Um, we had exactly that. Um, Dalton Gooding, uh, the president at the time, you know, I still remember the, the conversations post that loss to Hawthorne, uh, sorry, Collingwood um, in extra time at Subi Oval. Um, and that was the moment you thought, okay, we've we got to make changes. The club's got to make changes. They're going to stand up. And, you know, that next three or four year period, we, we went backwards uh, on field, um, but we made huge inroads in the culture of the footy club. So we went on a trip to South Africa. Um, you know, probably the way they were looking at draftees coming to the footy club, they probably had to, they made some different views on what they were looking for. Um, and we probably went, you know, probably a little bit too for that nice guy, you know, the, the goody goody. Uh, and I was in that, that camp, you know, like, yep, pleases and thank yous. And <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, you're a good bloke. But, um, that, that hampered our on-field performance. So the man who um, deserves all the credit is obviously Woosher, like because he was the one at the front. You know, you would have been asking him the questions week mm. in, week out. You know, what's going on? And he would say, "Look, I'm building a team that's going to win a flag in five years." And you know, he'd be saying that after coming up with losing games by like 10, 12 goals week in, week out. Um, we bottomed out 2010 with that wooden spoon. 
But the very next year, mate, we we're, were one win away from a grand final. We finished top four. We only lost five games for the year and we didn't even win that year before. So what I learned in that period was, you know, you've got to have a vision. Uh, you know what you're working towards. The club was behind Woosh and that was really important. You know, like obviously you, you, the performance has gone back, but the club was backing him. We knew where we were going and, you know, the strength of that footy club you got to go back to that, that period. He's done some remarkable things, John Walsfold, and he, and he doesn't get the true credit. He walked into Adelaide post Phil Walsh's mm. tragic yep. tragic death. He uh, West Coast, they had to bottom out and had to re, recalibrate, and he was part of that, and then coached the premiership, of course. He then goes to Essendon, and they're coming off all their dramas, and he's trying to realign a football club. Mm. Um, and he actually has a lot to do with their success this year. He sat alongside Ben Rutten, and they said, oh, this is not working. Have a look. It doesn't make any – but he actually had empowered Ben Rutten to get a massive apprenticeship, yep. and now look at them. John Walsfold has not received the credit <laughs> for doing probably three of the toughest coaching jobs. Uh, he is an incredible man. He is the greatest leader of men I've come across. Um, and like you're saying, he, he doesn't care what – people outside his four walls are saying he does not care because he is so clear on what he's trying to achieve. He's so clear on, you know, what he wants his boys um, to be built like, you know, mentally and physically. Um, and every now and then, like he's an introvert, right? So, but every now and then he'll just give snippets and his humor, I love it. You know, like he'll give snippets on what he used to say to blokes and, and how he used to approach a, a certain player. And mate, we all love watching him. Like I was like, I'd, I would just wish I was a bit older to see some of the stuff he was doing. Oh, but incredible. you see the, the, the snippets, and he was hard, mate. So, yeah. yeah. I love that quote. You know where you stood. Greatest leader of men. And you've played in and around so many people. That gives me goosebumps yeah, when you fantastic. think of people that inspire like that. Just quickly, so you said the club were backing Woosher and, and clearly. And, and, I mean, look at Carlton's situation now where it seems on, if we believe the report that came out of reports of, of that review, that the players uh, to a point weren't happy with the coach uh, and that has helped lead to Teague being sacked. Was there ever any pushback from the players when you're on the back end of 10 goal defeats and uncertainty about it or did you, you just all bought in to what no, Bush you, you wanted? We're all, you're 100% committed. Um, and, you know, at times you think, oh, are we on the right path? But, you know, you, you get these, you, you get the wins, they will come. And I think we. You, it's hard for a player to be patient because you're thinking, geez, I might not even get another contract. But if you're, you're buying in to what the club and what your coach wants, um, they can turn around really, really quick. Quick fire questions. Where do you keep your brown low? In the safe at home. you got a safe, safe. Yeah. you got a safe, you got a safe <laughs> You're no, safe. No, oh, you've no. got you're the greatest <laughs> safe man ever. No, through breath. no I've got uh, I've got I've got a cupboard that I've got locked. You got a pool room? Uh no. Do you, where do you keep sort of significant Just jumpers or uh, moments? Look upstairs, yeah, staircase. Sandover metal. Where do you keep that? Yeah, alongside the brownlow. Where does it sit? The sandover and the and the alongside the brownlow. Uh they're on par, mate. I really at the stages of my career at both times. It was yeah, pinnacle. Simpson. <laughs> and I think it's they're all together. All Australian, <laughs> all Australian. You're not talking about yourself. Why are you talking about no, yourself? Because I am boring, mate. I told no, you. No, you're not boring. <laughs> hey, you got 58 votes in the uh, Sandover in 2006, which was uh, only equaled, I think, by Rory. Oh no, Kane Mitchell yeah. also got 58. I mean, I know it was five, four, three, two, one in those days. Yeah, you looked after me very well that night, Goss. <laughs> <laughs> I was a kid. I couldn't even string a sentence together. <laughs> I was packing it, mate. <laughs> you were very good, and. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
Nick Natch in the All Australia, you, and I know you're thrilled for him. Absolutely love the guy. Um, he's so hungry to just get the best out of himself, and I know he would, you know, missing out on the premiership um, in 18 with his injuries. Um, he's doing everything he can to get the best out of himself and, and just try to drag the team across the line and um, couldn't be happier for him. And I just hope, um, you know, 2022 can be um, a huge year for the footy club. Okay. We've got David Neitz coming here. You're, you're about to – you're because you've checked out, because I asked you about Josh Inglis. He's about to join us, the uh, greatest wicketkeeper batsman of all time, apparently, <laughs> according to this, thanks to McCafe's new blender. You can check out and have your McCafe coffee, and you'll be back for David Neitz after 7.30. You cool with that? Absolutely. And mate. we're going to ask you who wins the flag from here, who wins the Brownlow from here as well, and who do you think should coach Carlton and Collingwood? And a whole lot of other personal questions as well. It's uh, Friday Focus. Gee, they would be happy with that today. Otis oh, I wear. Nice. Hey? He might get the he, – have, have we got into the boys about the shades? We've got to look after oh, his eyes. look after him for sure. Hey, they might even do the Absolutely. operation for you. What do you have to have? Yeah, what, do you, what do you have to <laughs> have out? Trigiums, mate. Trigiums, all right. Horrible things. <laughs> Pain? Really painful? Oh, yeah. worst. Get a couple of neurofin in here, mate. Frida, thank you. Thank you for coming mate, along. Thank you very uh, much. Great insight into uh, into life as an AFL player and life after footy. All the very best. Give your company a plug. Uh, yeah, in front Australian Business Solutions. Yeah, there it is. There. Get on it. All the best for the GF in a couple of weeks. Ah, thanks, mate. No, it's been a pleasure, guys. Absolutely had a ball. See you, mate. Thank you for listening to In Focus with Adam Gilchrist, brought to you by Otis Eyewear. The world looks better through Otis Eyewear. See the range at otiseyewear.com. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91